Welcome to the My Online Schooling podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils to find out more about life at the online school. In this episode, our very first episode, we speak to Tom Crombie, founder and CEO. We're going to find out why he started a school that was online, what the values are of the school and some examples of the kinds of families that have their children educated at an online school. But we also find out Tom's guilty pleasure, the artist you might hear him singing around the home if you ever stepped in there. And it's not one that I would have guessed, so see if you can work out who that might be. But you'll have to promise not to tell anyone. Anyway, enough introduction. Come with me and listen in on this conversation with Tom Crombie. Tom, thank you for being here and welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm really well, thank you, Simon. It's a gorgeous sunny day today. I've been really busy um, today. Sort of, We're getting ready for the new school year uh, in, in September. There's lots of logistical things going on at the moment. We're uh, just in the process of, of signing off our really exciting school development plan. So that's been a big part of what I've been doing. So it's been an exciting few weeks and a, and a busy day, but a really good one. Thank you. So this is uh, episode one of the school's new podcast channel, and we're looking forward to speaking with a whole range of people in the school community in future episodes. But for this episode, we're talking to you about the school. But before we do that, could you just take us through a quick summary of where you grew up and your own education, please? Yeah, of course. Uh, I grew up in in the beautiful city of of Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, I was uh, educated at an independent school in Edinburgh. Uh, It was an all boys school, Um, so um, it was a really, a really positive uh, school experience. You know, my primary school were challenges along the way. Uh, I always think if there was the option for you know online education or an alternative pathway in my primary years, I definitely would have benefited from it. I lacked a lot of confidence, um, but I, I, I gained confidence. There were one or two teachers that were really inspirational in my own personal development. And then my secondary school experience uh, was, was really good, a really uh, exciting. Uh, it was a, a big school with lots of opportunities. I thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, particularly as I grew older and prepared me for life beyond school and, and university. But looking back, there's definitely aspects of it um, that you know I could have benefited from maybe an alternative way of of learning as opposed to the traditional um but all in all a really uh, a really positive positive experience and i uh, I, I do look back at my school days very fondly now and you say that you lacked a bit of confidence when you were younger at what point do you feel that changed in your life when i was in year seven uh i had a, a particular teacher and this teacher was one of the one of the teachers in the school that, that, you know, when it would come to your going into your new year, nobody wanted this teacher because we were a bit scared of her. She was, uh, <laughs> um, you know, she was one of these teachers that, that, that you knew that she was going to be sort of right over you and on you for, for everything. She was the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, mm. She pushed me uh, a little bit uh, within my limitations. Uh, and so that was the transition between primary and secondary. So getting into secondary school was that chant that 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 time where I really flourished. I, I I gained a lot of confidence and I started to really enjoy school. Whereas my primary years were fine, but I I did I, I did have a, a lot of challenges. So yeah, it was that teacher in, in particular, I, I, and and I think about that experience all the time and how beneficial uh, just being pushed a little bit 
uh, and guided and having that sort of firm but fair approach for me at that time is what I needed. And it was really pivotal in my sort of transition between primary, which is a really tough time transitioning into secondary school. The school I was in was a, was a very big school, a lot of pupils. Um, so you were very much a small fish in a big pond. Um, so so it, was, it was at that time that I really did sort of start to gain a lot more confidence and enjoy my learning. Okay, so let's look at MOST now. When was it founded and what were your reasons for doing this? So MOST was founded in 2016. Um, in 2016, I returned from five years in New Zealand where I was a, a primary teacher, but I was also curriculum leader and I was head of um, IT and implementing technology into the classroom. Uh, so I returned back home to, to, to Scotland um, and I was ready for a new challenge. Uh, in, during my time latterly as a teacher, particularly in, in New Zealand, uh, I could see that there was um, a need for an alternative pathway to education that was truly inclusive, that truly allowed every young person to flourish and thrive in a way that worked for them. I could also see that there were a number of young people becoming disengaged with education mm. uh, for a number of reasons. And, and, and the rise in homeschooling at that time was about 30% year on year. So there was a lot of young people that were being removed from the mainstream that uh, were looking for an alternative, but that alternative wasn't there. Also, when I was teaching, uh, I was also, as I mentioned, head of IT and responsible for implementing tablet devices and a, and a wide range of technology in the classroom to facilitate learning. So I was seeing the power of, of technology. I've always been really into to, to technology mm. right from mm -hmm. a, a young age in the in the 1980s when uh, technology was very different to what it was today. I was glued to anything, any innovative thing that was coming through and that's stayed with me sort mm. of throughout my childhood and my career as well. So I really wanted to do something that involved technology uh, and, and brought young people together. So that's where Moz was, was started and a very small project at the time. And, you know, it, at the, that stage, I didn't really have any expectations of where it was going and how it was going there. So for mm -hmm. me, it was just about getting something off the ground, getting a project off the ground and getting a few pupils enrolled a few teachers enrolled and, and trialing this. There were definitely some raised eyebrows from <laughs> friends, families, <laughs> colleagues. Uh, in fact, I'd actually just been offered um, quite a lucrative contract at, at one of the most reputable uh, independent schools in Edinburgh at the time. Um, and, and I don't think anybody in the history of the school had ever turned down a contract. I think I was maybe the first one. And I'm pretty sure the principal, when I went into his office and said to him, I'm going to with respect turn down your contract because I've got uh, I've got this project that I want to work on I've got this idea this this vision that I had back then of this truly inclusive school led by IT and led by innovation bringing young people into a slightly different pathway into what they would normally experience in into traditional schools so yeah it, it was a leap of faith a leap of faith from from that moment on a lot of long nights weekends were gone mm -hmm. and it was you know a lot of work to to get it up and running and um the first lessons went 
that went live in September uh, 2017. I was the first teacher for the first lesson. It was a science lesson to year six class. I say year six class. It was one year six pupil. Um, and and that, that started in, yeah, September 2017 was when it all kicked off. So one of the words you've mentioned a couple of times there is inclusive. Why is the inclusivity of all children an important thing for you? I think every child's, in my opinion is the ability to be a genius every every young person has got it in them it's just allowing every young person to find out what it is that's special about them mm. uh, and tapping into that that skill and sometimes that that ability and that skill is is hidden beneath the surface so mm. sometimes we don't we don't see that in the traditional setup for for a number of different reasons so for me inclusion is about giving opportunity to every young person we we believe that every child is capable of success but success looks very different for everybody individually so for us it's about empowering them to determine what does that success actually mean for them i could see that the the traditional model of, of school worked for about 80 percent and classes that i've been teachers in i could see young people some of them disengaging and i could see maybe this isn't right for you so 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 we wanted to build something that allowed young people whatever their need their ability their geographical location to come into something that was truly an outstanding school experience um, and uh, allowed them to learn in a way that worked for them so we would use so many different ways of learning within the school to allow them to learn in at a pace and in a way that that, uh, that 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 worked for them and that's something we you know we strived you know as we move into the future inclusion remains hugely important in what we're doing we're so proud and thrilled to invite so many young people from our our cohort of families from so many different backgrounds experiences countries ethnicities abilities needs uh, to to, to one global thriving community and and it's, it's something that I feel is really special about about our school Okay, well, let's talk about some of those families. What are some of the reasons why a family might feel that online schooling and that MOSS is the right solution for them? Yeah, there's look, there's a real diverse range of, of families um, that, that choose o- online schooling for so many different reasons. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy speaking with current and prospective families and, and understanding what the needs and the wants are from them in the early days and and still very much so now um, we we had a lot of families that were looking for something that was going to be more beneficial for particularly for mental well-being for mental health so we have got a we we do and we we have always had quite a number of young people um, with with mental health uh, challenges and the school the traditional school um, was often quite overwhelming created a lot of stress and anxiety um, in some cases, that led to, to to bullying, and we were seeing high rates of families coming to us because uh, they were, their child was experienced bullying, often related to sort of mental well-being as well. And of course, that, that the mental well-being was was of course an off offshot of of being bullied. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of families as well were looking for support for their child that had special educational needs. So uh, perhaps that wasn't support wasn't available in the school that they were in, or the support that was available wasn't meeting the needs of their child. We've also got a lot of families who, who whose child just you know f- for whatever reason became completely disengaged with education, often as a result of those big 
busy classrooms, noise, moving between classes. They were looking for something um, that I would allow their child to learn, but, but withdrawing from that challenging environment. We've also got uh, a lot of international families. We've got a lot of um, expats around the world that are looking for a really high quality international British education that okay. allows flexibility, that allows them to move from country to country. Uh, and, and, you know, that's not um, got attached to it the huge fees that international schools command mm. we've also got a lot of young actors young elite, elite sports people um, we've got a, a number of families with really interesting stories that are perhaps looking to uh, you know for a flexible schooling option while their child is um, you know coaching or mm-hmm. on stage on television um, music you know, we've got we've got equestrian, we've got badminton, we've got tennis stars, wow. um, we've got mm. the future future stars um, mm. uh, with us now. Um, so, so a real kind of mix of pupils from so many different nations, so many different backgrounds. Um, so it's, mm. it's really exciting. I think what that does as well is makes that classroom experience so real. You know, it's such mm. a diverse classroom, all the classes, and I regularly drop into classes and see what's going on. It's incredible to see all these people from so many different places all coming together in one in one community it's really great for for the school but it's great for the individual pupils as well and you mentioned families with interesting stories can you think of any families without naming any particular people but can you think of any families which have a particularly interesting or inspiring story yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's there's so many. There are there are really there's some incredible stories uh, that, mm-hmm. that that we've had. Um, the one in particular, we've got a young boy with us who um, who's been with us for a number of years. He actually went back to try um, secondary school. Uh, okay. Didn't work out, so he returned to us. At the time, he was Britain's youngest CEO. So I've got a bit of an wow. entrepreneurial streak in me. So when I when I heard about this, I was I was I was really drawn in. And he's got this incredible coding business, this robotic coding business, where mm-hmm. he trains and empowers young people to to get into to to, to robotics. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been running this from a, from a young age, and it takes up a lot of his time. So he needs to do his, his learning that is that is flexible. Uh, this 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 child is he's, he's incredible he's also a very very good athlete so he does a lot of you know sports coaching with professional athletes so all these things take up a lot of time so he doesn't have he he, he you know school wouldn't be an option for him if he was going to continue with these passions so what uh, online education allows for him is allows this flexibility and allows him to to do all these other things um, as well. We've also got another, I, I mean, I could go on and on, I won't, but we've got another <laughs> uh, really uh, incredible family um, who, uh, you know, have done the most amazing travels. They uh, have uh, most recently, and something that's very passionate for me because I've done this particular trip, but uh, as lockdown hit, they were trekking to um, Everest Base Camp, something that I wow. did a number of years ago, but they took their two young children with them as well. Um, and they are they're world travelers. So, of course, they're moving from place to place. So for them, they've got lots of really exciting plans post um, post lockdown to continue traveling and, 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 and really giving their their children that such an enriched experience of global travel. Um, all they need to do is they just need to take a device with them, log on, find some Wi-Fi, and they can get into the, the, the lessons delivered live by our 
fantastic team of teachers. So it's a really inspiring, really inspiring family. Uh, and, and they're allowing their, their, their children to do the same curriculum that they would be doing in, in, a, in a regular bricks and mortar school. But mm. they're getting this incredible experience of, of travel. Um, we've we've got just got some of the most amazing families and some some incredible stories and uh, some really heartwarming stories as well. Um, so, so those are two that, that initially spring to mind. There, the second of those strikes me as kind of education with education, isn't it? It's like world education as well as academic and curriculum. Yeah, absolutely. And we are we are big advocates. And something I guess I've done right from the start is 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 challenging the status quo a little bit and challenging mm. the norms. And I've always been. Uh, somebody who looks at, at how to, how how things could be done better, and I think, you know, if if you've got that ability to to to, to create those experiences and still allow your child to continue with the academics, you know, it must be such an enriching experience for them. Sort of the idea of world schooling and and, and giving young people the real life experiences, and mm. and, and mm. we've got some really exciting plans, and um, for the new academic year involving things like entrepreneurship and a, a, and a whole host of of real life learning experiences and soft skills learning experiences mm. for for our young people but to, to be able to be out there in in the in the real world um seeing these incredible places uh, is must be so 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 enriching now obviously covid had a huge impact on all aspects of the world arguably none more so than education but how did moss support pupils and families throughout the pandemic yeah, it, 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 obviously, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Such a, a huge impact, and and I just think that young people globally have just been outstanding. You know, our the teachers and the schools that have been there to support them equally as much. So I think it's it's been a real challenge for so many young people. I'm always an optimist, and I always look at the good in things, and and I I actually think that this experience this this last year that we've had it's been really really challenging but for young people i think we're going to see um some really resilient young people come out of this some some mm. some young people who've gone through something and come out the other end and experienced uh something which is 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 going to sort of i i hope sort of enrich them in in, in some other aspect but it was yeah it was really challenging and and as soon as we were hearing back in sort of March, April of, of last year that, that, you know, lockdown was imminent and as a result of that, schools would be closing. At Moss, we tried to respond as quickly as we could to the sort of very fast-changing situation and we were um, sort of preparing our school for new pupils to, to join us for, for the short mm -hmm. term. So we offered sort of short-term packages, very, very flexible packages for anybody who wanted to come in for however long they wanted to come in to 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 join the school and as a result we did a, a, a recruitment drive for teachers early on as well so we were we were seeing that there was going to be a need to bring on teachers so we we got prepared as quickly as we could so that you know young people who were able to weren't going to be out of school for too long we also have been teaching a lot of free lessons to to pupils so in the first lockdown we we taught hundreds of of, of free lessons that were available to to all pupils throughout the throughout the globe really uh, and, and in this sort of second lockdown that we've just had we, we made a sort of pledge um to all young people that we would teach we would deliver free lessons until every child was back in a classroom uh, and and we've been doing that and, and it's been great to to see the engagement in those we've also been able to support schools and teachers so when sort of lockdown hit um and schools had to then go online quite quickly 
you know, we were we were of course very prepared. We've been mm. um, delivering online learning for for a number of years. We've delivered tens of thousands of lessons, but for a lot of teachers, this was something new. So we did a lot of um, free webinars for teachers to upskill them, oh, okay. uh, to, to to sort of give them tips and tricks on how to deliver engaging lessons and and get your class. Uh, engaged we you know offered all of our teachers free tuition for their child as well over lockdown as, as schools were closed and they were needing um, something different um, and we had a lot of free resources so we we, we published lots of, uh, of free homeschooling resources lesson plans for for parents to really support with homeschooling because it, it's been such a challenge for so many um, so many families so we wanted to do whatever we could to to um, sort of support um, as well and we saw a big growth in our international uh, families because of course it wasn't just in our head you know where we're based here in the UK um, that was in lockdown it was the whole world so we made sure that we sort of we were supporting families internationally as well and as a result we've seen our international uh, cohort of, of, of pupils really grow over the last few months which is which has been mm. great as well. Okay, so we've learned something then about the origins of the school and the values of the school, but I'd like to explore a little bit more about you for a moment. So can you tell me one thing that you're into when you're not at school that other people who know you might not know about? <laughs> um, for me, um, my biggest passion is the great outdoors. Um, so, uh, and, and that's one thing that, that over... Um, over lockdown we've been able to continue doing so mm. i love the great outdoors but my my my, my it's probably my biggest soul passion is 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 travel and adventure mm. um i've been really fortunate to have have traveled to quite a number of countries i've taught in schools in throughout africa uh, i've traveled um through india nepal um you know all the way through asia you know spent a lot of time living in New Zealand and, and traveled around the sort of Pacific mm. and you know so so travel and, and, and experience and, and adventure is 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 my is my biggest passion and mm. whenever we're able to I'm, I'm looking forward to to continuing that in in some kind of way and um, yeah we've got really exciting plans for sort of uh, our international families overseas mm. and I want to sort of utilize that with opportunities for travel for myself. No rightly so. Okay, let's keep it with travel for a second. If you were stuck on a desert island with access to the complete collection of just one musician's catalogue, which musician might you choose? <laughs> That's the, uh, oh gosh, I've got a very eclectic mix. Growing up in the 90s, Oasis were my were, were my number one. I was obsessed, and I still am. Um, it's sort of my happy, happy songs. Um, so if uh, that would probably be my choice, um, yeah. Uh, favorite Oasis song? What would you say it is? Don't look back in anger. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's a good song. Very good song. Okay, my last fun question. Uh, tell me the name of one musician or a band that you might play in the car, but you'd be slightly embarrassed if your friends knew that you played it. <laughs> oh, that is that is a good one. Um, Jesse J. Uh, there's a, there's a Jesse J. track which I used to sing around the house all the time. My partner Helen used to cover her ears and hide and. Um, yeah, she always said, never tell anybody that you're into Jesse J. <laughs> <laughs> we may have just told a couple of people, but uh, I'm sure they won't tell anyone. Uh, we need to bring this to a close in a moment. But for anyone who's heard anything and might have a follow up question about anything that you said, what's the best way for them to get in touch? 
Yeah, so if you get get go to our website at myonlineschooling.com, um, contact our, our, our really friendly admissions team if you've got any questions about about joining uh, us. We've got loads of great uh, information uh, on our website. We've got regular uh, open evening sessions as well if you'd be interested in coming along and, and learning a little bit more about our school. So myonlineschooling.com, and we'll, that will guide you of where you need to go. Well, look, Tom, thank you for being with us today and for being so willing to open up and share your own personal experience. It's been great talking to you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. So that was Tom Crombie, founder and CEO of My Online Schooling. Thank you, Tom, for coming on to this episode. Now, don't forget that if you have any questions, you can contact the school by visiting myonlineschooling.com. Or if you're out and about right now and you can't write that down, then just Google My Online Schooling and you'll find it at the top of the search results. And if you haven't followed this channel yet, then now's the time to do so, because then when each episode is released, you'll receive a small notification just to let you know that it's available. So go do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again soon. Bye for now.